0: From the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Brought to you by First in Maine in Blacksburg, Louise Baker from the Baker Team, and South Maine Chiropractic Clinic in Blacksburg. Now along with Hall of Fame broadcaster Bill Roth, here's Tim Donnelly.
1: The Roth Report starts right now, right here on WRAD. Joining us as always, Bill Roth. Uh, Bill, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Nice to be with you again today. Nice to be with you as well. Uh, we were just texting. I know you were you were listening into my uh, my segment there on the Texas to VT movement, and and maybe have some thoughts. What what do you think of uh, what comes to your mind when you hear about Coach Fuente and, and the guys spreading out over the the Lone Star State?
2: Well, I think it's interesting. You know, so many great players that went to Louisville and and now at Kentucky or Florida kids, and you can you can live out of state mm-hmm. in your recruiting base, but you got to stay with it and. If you take a look at some of the best players that Louisville has had, I mean, I mean, obviously, like Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson comes to mind exactly. right away. But, but West Virginia has lived in Florida. Uh, I I do think, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, I I think it would be foolish to, and they're not giving up on Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a more popular state, and, and there there are more players in Texas, Texas and California and Florida, are the top three college and NFL producing states. I I you know the, the risk, as you mentioned, is is that it is a lot farther away, <laughs> and and kids get homesick, and, and it's hard to win a lot of recruiting battles, and those kids, you know, it, it, it would almost be inconceivable to consistently build your program a 1,000 miles away from kids there. That doesn't mean you can't get a kid or two or three, but you're not going to get the majority of your team, and, and the majority of the roster on the Virginia Tech team will always be kids from within a couple hours of campus. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. But that doesn't mean you can't get some elite players from somewhere else. You know, Florida's closer, mm-hmm. and, and Florida has elite players too. But their, their pipeline is, as, as you would mentioned, the pipeline right now is in Texas. And so if, if you've got some ins, I think you go for it. You know, I mean, it, it, Clemson just got the top player
1: in the country from California. It can be done. <laughs> and, and, very good point. And, and I, I want to clear because a few people on Twitter asked me the same question me talking about the texas to vt movement is not an indictment of of you know time spent in in virginia i believe that you know the recent hires do show that there is a priority of making sure that they're recruiting their home state as well it's just an additional pipeline in texas that's starting to get a little little buzz now
2: i will say this the the, the all right here's the contrarian view you ready mm-hmm. If the staff ever leaves and goes to a school in Texas, they're set up pretty <laughs> and Texas on a bad spot
1: because you don't have any kids. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. and, and that concern has been voiced to me as well. Right.
2: I mean, you – yeah, you know, I I think it would be really great if you if you had – and we've talked about this before and I know yeah. people have other views about it, but I I, I think it would be very easy to take a look at the best teams Virginia Tech has had or where those players have been from. And, you know – it would be really, really hard to build a program here on players from Texas. It would be almost impossible, and so you definitely want to have the the the, the kids that are growing up in the state playing high school football in the state.
1: Uh, and you know, and the Texas thing is here. The Texas thing is new, which is always a little right, shaky, like, right? Florida, so it's, it's, Florida's happened before. Brand uh, Flowers, Charlton, right? It's happened before. There's a little bit more comfort there.
2: And it's a, it's an easy flight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a, it's it's in the Eastern time zone. You can. So, okay, so I was in Florida over the weekend, right? I so I didn't have a game Saturday, so my last class is Thursday. So Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, I popped down, you know, just to clean up everything down at the uh, down at my place. Worst place is and, to
1: clean some things up. <laughs> yeah, believe me, man it's it's the
2: it's the same pledge and and Lysol and and Windex. Yeah, gosh, the windows there. Anyway, I digress. But there was a there was a bunch of kids on the street. Uh, with football jerseys and helmets on, they were youth football players in Broward County. Mm-hmm. That's where my little condo is down there in Fort Lauderdale. And so we were they were there were there were like fifteen kids on the street in jerseys and they had their helmets and they're asking people driving by to donate money because football mm-hmm. practice is underway. It never stops down there. So they're raising <laughs> money for their for their their spring season. And I was on waiting at the light and, and walking. I was walking and some of the kids were waiting and I said, I'm curious, dudes, you know, they're 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 mm-hmm. fifteen year olds. Who's your favorite college football team? and the number 1 answer was Oregon. Really? I said why? <laughs> well, if you look at it, you know, the the Oregon head coach is a South Florida guy. They've done a great job in Broward County high schools. They come back, there there other than California, th- th- I mean there are no really great high school players in Oregon. I mean, it's just I mean they they got some line, but, but the athletes that the Ducks have gotten are, are from Southern California. Their head coach is a South Florida University of Miami guy, and they, and they've spent time there. And I looked on their roster. My Oregon has six players from Florida on its team, four from Broward, and and I mentioned that to my buddy Joe. He's the broadcaster from Miami, and I said, I said, Oregon has better players from this county than you guys. How can that be? <laughs> and it's just it's just the time you invest. Mm. If you if you want to get the best players out of, there are more players from Broward and Dade County, Florida, than than any two counties. And Broward has the number one in the NFL right now. Mm. They're they're playing football today, and they're going to play year round down there. So they're and they're always outside, and and it's the same with Texas. And they've got seven on seven year round, and it's just an exciting time for these kids. And
1: they like the ducks. That's that that is surprising to me. With the I thought you were going to say. You know, surprisingly UCF or something like no, that. No, no. And they I mean they mentioned
2: Clemson and they mentioned Ohio State and Alabama. Wow. I mean just like but, but not a lot of them mentioned Miami. Wow and and, and, and wow. I thought that was interesting. But if you know the Oregon's coach is a South Florida guy and they've they're doing well. I mm-hmm. mean, you can tell. No, but they're not gonna live and die by recruiting kids. 20 whatever it would be 2700 miles away it, it, but you only- can still get a, a player two. heck if the Hokies could get a player or two out of Texas every year mm-hmm. that would be
1: really good exactly it's 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 a nice place to to go grab the the cherry on top of the Sunday, but you might not want to get the ice cream there if, if that makes any sense uh we're talking with Bill Roth Roth report presented by NRV Furniture uh Bill to, to jump off of football recruiting here for a second even you know as football becomes more and more of a year-round event. It is still basketball season, and the Hokies last night struggled, uh, again, down in Miami. Our, our whole conversation is going to center <sighs> around South Florida. Um, mm-hmm. What happened to the Hokies uh, against Miami? I thought it was an
2: interesting night last night for Tech, for UVA, and for Florida State, mm-hmm. and and just watching those games and watching. I thought the Hokies' comeback was great, but they do look like a team that's really young, mm-hmm. that's playing back-to-back road games. And you see it all the time in the NBA, right? You, the Boston-Miami road swing is a tough one. <laughs> And and it's a tough one when you're on an NBA charter jet. It's even tougher when you're coming back to Blacksburg to go to class in between. And you know, you it's hard. And and I think that these next couple of weeks are are are, are great. And and Tech's going to be fine. I mean, this team is in great shape. They're they're 14 and seven, uh, and they're five and five in the league. And think about this: six of those ten games were on the road, hmm. right? And and now they're going to play. If you look at the schedule. I know this because I got some of these kids in class, and so I see their <laughs> You see, yeah, like, when they're out of class and when they're coming yeah. back. So, but, but Tech's home for, like, the next three weeks, except for one trip down to Georgia Tech. They got all these home games coming up. And, and to be 14-7 and seven with this team, with – with there's not a senior out there, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got six freshmen and – Playing big roles, playing. too, not just on the roster, right. exactly. Yeah, and, and I think, what, one sophomore, and maybe a couple juniors, but – Exactly. To, to be five and five in the league when when six of the ten games have been on the road, and now you're going to get some home games. I, I think it's great. Playing on the road is really hard, and it, it it it's. This is not an excuse. It's just hard. It is loading up a bus and driving to Roanoke, <laughs> and unloading the bus and loading the plane and flying to Boston, and unloading the plane and loading another bus. You know what I'm saying? Yep. A lot, a lot of you know, it bleeds together. A lot of buses, <laughs> and and then and then you're on the road, and then you're then you're flying back to Blacksburg or back to Roanoke, and you're you know every trip it, it, mm-hmm. there's a cumulative effect, and and it's now and that was Miami, so they got back at about two a.m. this morning, and those kids will be in class today, uh, but it'll be nice to have them back for three weeks, and that's why you see teams lose on the road in every
1: league. It's hard, and and, and that leads right into the other game there, which is Florida State UVA. Um, You know, it's I don't think anyone was overlooking the defending national champion, but but Florida State had looked really, really good this season. Um, And then on the road, they drop one that I I don't think many people saw coming.
2: No, but we talked about this. It's a must win for Virginia. And they Mm -hmm. rose to the occasion. And now the Hokies have the same opportunity because, look, Florida State's kids have to do the same thing. Now, Florida State's a a little bit. Well, everybody in the league is more experienced than Tech, I think. But uh, <laughs> True. Taller Louis and Louisville. more experienced. Which is- Louisville's the youngest team in the league. One of my uh, SMA students did the numbers on this. Louisville has the, the youngest team in the league and Tech is second Okay. in terms of class play and experience and whatnot. And did a nice job showing me that last night. But the um, Seminoles have to do the same thing, right? They mm-hmm. flew to Charlottesville, got beat, flew all the <laughs> way back to Florida, got back at 2 in the morning. They're going to go to class today and tomorrow. And then they got to fly all the way to Roanoke and bust the Blacksburg for a game. So you know that that's why teams lose on the road. There's a cumulative effect to all that because plus at the same time, um, you know you're, you're you're studying, you're taking classes. You're, you're there's a there's an academic advisor on the road. That the academics comes first. So there's there's a lot of responsibilities for these kids, and and, and it's really challenging. And and there's a time commitment that's. You got to give them a day off every week. It's it's not the NBA. We're not we're not flying around. Not every team, at least on on seven sixty sevens that are tricked out with first class seats, catered by Ruth's <laughs> Chris, and staying at the Ritz. So it's it's a, the the challenge, especially for a young team. Right? Mm-hmm. Hokies have six freshmen. They've never done this before. And you're, you're you're popping into Boston and Miami to play a game, and 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 those teams are really well coached. And you saw what happened.
1: And, and it is nice for the Hokies to have that little run of, of home games that you were talking about. Yeah, so
2: Tech right now, I looked, so this morning the Hokies are 50th, 5-0 in, in the net. Florida State, with that win last night, moved up to 58. So you can see what a, what a win in over. UV, UVA. UVA, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tech is 50, UVA is 58. Hmm. So now look ahead to this week, see a, a win over Florida State, what that can do for hmm. Tech. A loss will not be devastating because Florida
1: State's a, a top 15 team, exactly
2: yeah but but a win really helps you
1: uh bill uh, i i teased this earlier saying i'd ask you this question so i want to make sure we give you enough time here um this past weekend obviously the, the entire sports world and and to a large extent you know the, the entire world uh, was rocked by news about kobe bryant uh, and, and eight other individuals on a helicopter um suffering a fatal crash and and it seems like everyone you know, especially sports fans have reacted in different ways. and different stories pop into their heads, and they have different, you know, uh, takeaways from from Kobe Bryant and his legacy. So, so I just want to pose the question to you as well. Um, what what are your takeaways from his legacy or or from, uh, you know, the the the, the major um, impact that he had on the sports world?
2: Well, this is a this is a such a deep question. I mm-hmm. think for the kids in my class, this was their this was their JFK moment, mm. and. When I was a kid, Tim, uh, growing up in Pittsburgh, the Pirates had an amazing player named Roberto Clemente, and I was seven years old when he died. He mm-hmm. was a an All Star player, and one of the great, one of the early. Think about the era for a second. When when, you know, the the, the Latin ball player really exploded on the scene as a as a major you know, star, mm-hmm. and he was kind of a breakthrough guy. and And there was an earthquake, and he was flying personally on the plane relief supplies, and the plane crashed, and he died. and I just remember how I felt because that was the first time one of my childhood heroes died mm-hmm. at the top of his game. Right. He was he was an all star at the time. And for these kids in, in my classes, we, we talked about this a lot. We talked about it, both how it made them feel and what they think. And we discussed it. And then we talked about how the media covered it. And and that was a disaster. <laughs> uh, Very much uh, so. Yeah. And, and the rush to get things first instead of the accuracy to, to get it right. And, and so it was, a, it was a teaching moment as well, both. But, you know, it, it, when, when things like this happen, whether it's, you know, Princess Diana or, or Bobby Clemente or, or or yesterday, like everyone has talked about, it reminds you how fragile it is. I, so here, here's two more interesting stories. Um, when I was working as a counselor, when I was working as a counselor in uh, at the NBA Summer League, we ran a sportscasters camp mm. every year in Los Angeles. and so we did it in conjunction with the NBA Summer League. And a couple of years, we did it at the Pyramid at Long Beach State. A couple of years, we did it at Loyola Marymount High School. Uh, we don't do it anymore. They, the NBA moved its summer league to Vegas, and we don't do the <laughs> camp. But it, when he came out, Kobe played in it. Hmm. And um, Kobe was just out of high school. He played in the NBA summer league with the Lakers team. And it was amazing. So you're watching this kid. Oh, my God, look how great this kid. He's only 18 or 19, whatever he was. And he's skipping college, and he's going to go play right away for the Lakers. So I'm a counselor, and kids are doing the play-by-play. Two of the campers that were broadcasting his game were Roxy Bernstein and Chris Van Cleve. Roxy has had a really great career. He went to Cal, and he's now a play-by-play guy for Pac-12 Networks mm-hmm. and ESPN. I think a lot of people see Roxy and Bill Walton every now mm-hmm. and then. Van Cleve is the transportation reporter for CBS News. And so if you watch CBS News this week, you saw Chris Van Cleve standing on that mountain wow. in, in Calabasas reporting on the crash. And it's amazing because for these two kids – as I recall, and they're grown men now, with, but, but but as kids, as 15-year-old kids, Kobe was their hero, man, mm-hmm. and and so for Cleaver, for 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 Van Cleave, to be standing there doing live hits on CBS News, the last four nights talking about this, and we've been texting back and forth, it is totally surreal, mm-hmm. uh, and and for Roxy too, he was their he was their hero, right? This mm-hmm. is. He's there, Joe DiMaggio. If you're if you're in your 70s, he if you're in your 40s, he, he was your Michael Vick, right? Mm-hmm. The greatest athlete you've ever seen. And and you know Van Cleve is, is from L.A., so he was a Laker fan, and he got to meet Kobe and uh, roughly the same age. And uh, Kobe was, I guess, about four or five years older. But to see Van Cleve reporting on it this week on, on CBS has been really surreal.
1: And, and it does seem like he was one of those individuals that left an impression on. Uh, so many people, uh, you know, whether you were you were brushing by him as a broadcaster or you know a teammate or, or anything like that, which just makes the uh, oh my goodness, I'm not tragedy. sure what was
2: the most amazing highlight this week to see <laughs> to see his some of
1: his interviews, to see his games, to, to
2: see some of the great clips, or to see his Sesame Street performance <laughs> uh, where he he talked about he's acting on on the on the set with one of the Muppets <laughs> and he just fit in great. So uh, a huge loss for the sport and but it, but it really hits home for for kids that are in their I don't know under
1: 30 maybe. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I'm 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 29 and I and and some of my friends were were you know the the Kobe the, poster guys and and yeah. from from little kid all the way up through their college dorm. So we want
2: our heroes to be mm-hmm. we want our heroes to be invincible mm-hmm. and 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 this is just awful. And and we talked about this so in the in the sports journalism class we talked about you know, we want to cover games and, and, you know, a sad story in sports is when an athlete gets hurt or right. <laughs> yeah. You know, tears, a tears an ACL and that's like, Oh my goodness. And then you do the story and you feel so bad for the player and, and whatnot. And, 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 but to cover something like this and they said, well, what do we do? Do we, do we, you know, change the NBA logo from Jerry West to Kobe? And I'm like, well, you know, think about it because it will happen again. Like there's going to be something else. And, uh, it's really hard but just a sad day for the sport
1: let's go ahead and take a break i do want to talk about the the conversation with your sports media and analytics department about it but but let's put up a a little break barrier here so we can go from from honoring him to talking about the media covering him uh let's take a break when we come back more of the roth report presented by nrv furniture here on wrad we're back
3: with Randy Kinder of NRV Furniture today talking about Bassett Furniture. Hey, Randy, what makes Bassett Furniture so exceptional? Number one in the business, Bill. Solid wood frames, foaming case cushions. You cannot beat this stuff. Hmm, now you tell me the fabric on these Basset pieces can even be cleaned with bleach? Yeah, very stain resistant, but if you get a stain on them, you can actually clean them with a bleach solution. It will not fade the fabric. The leather is the best I can get? Genuine Italian leather. Randy, what is it you always say about NRV Furniture? Nobody beats an NRV furniture deal. I guarantee nobody. Several months ago, I got tired of experiencing back pain, and it made me hesitant to even do the simplest things around the house. So I went to my doctor, but all he could do was suggest I take pain medication. After that, I knew I needed a second opinion, and I visited South Main Chiropractic Clinic in Blacksburg. The doctors there created a plan tailored for my recovery, and now I'm pain-free. If you're struggling with back issues, I suggest you give South Main Chiropractic Clinic a call today at 552-5202. It's all at First and Main. Eat, drink, shop, play at First and Main in Blacksburg. Swing through for your favorite coffee at Starbucks. Or stay for lunch. Fresh Mediterranean food at Zoe's Kitchen. Delicious Italian at Avellino's. Something hot off the grill at Bull and Bones. Plus much more. Relax and see the latest movies at the only IMAX in the NRV at Frank Theater Cine & Grill. It's all at First in Maine and Blacksburg. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to hear the latest. First in Maine. Eat. Drink. Shop. Play.
2: You know, buying or selling a home is one of the biggest decisions you'll make in your life. And when you're ready to move, you need a real estate team with the home field advantage. You need the Louise Baker team with Long & Foster. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda have over 30 years of experience in your hometown. In fact, the Louise Baker team will make sure you get the most out of your property and help you find a new home. They're your one-stop place to buy, finance, and close. Be sure to check them out at nrvhomes.com. The Louise Baker team, giving you the home field advantage.
0: From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. Once again, here is Tim Donnelly.
1: We continue with Bill Roth as part of the Roth Report here on WRAD. Uh, Bill, we, we were discussing the, the Kobe uh, passing situation before the break, and you mentioned that you had some conversations with your, your students about um, how the media handled covering the tragedy, and, and I was, I'm was i interested as to how those conversations went when you, when you looked at the, the coverage and the reactions from your students. Well, it was really interesting.
2: First of all, we talked about how the fact that sometimes you have to cover a story that you don't want to write about, mm-hmm. and, and you have some grief, and you're emotional, but yet your job is to cover it. And and so we talked about that. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about accuracy and attribution. Uh, we, we looked at what, how ABC blew this. We looked how Fox blew this. They had the wrong – I mean, they rushed to get a story out. And, and as, as we know now, they, they were wrong on, on many aspects of it. And the person who did the best job of it was the guy who's been our national sports writer of the year for the last few years, and that's Adrian Wojnarowski, who – got it right, attributed it, and didn't want to break the story, wanted mm-hmm. to get it right. And and we talked an awful lot about that, that it's okay to wait 20 minutes and make sure you have it right, or wait an hour. Mm. Uh, and, and if you do go with something, attribute it to according to TMZ or according to witnesses or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't state something as fact when it's wrong, because... Especially in a situation like this,
1: and I know the people at ABC feel terrible. I mean, you, they reported that the whole family was was on the helicopter, and, and, and I mean, there were multiple. Rick Fox was on the helicopter at one point. There were there were family members that weren't on there that that you know they they reported there were there was a lot of uh, a lot of mistakes made,
2: and and so we talked about <clears throat> the, the 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 number one thing is accuracy mm-hmm. and. I mean, ABC and Fox. You're already at the top. You're already the network. Okay, mm-hmm. you, you you're, you're working there, and I know, and I know it's a it's a weekend. Maybe you want to make a name for yourself or something like that. It's just everything that we talk about in in, in the basics of journalism about accuracy on this story. You got to get it right. And, and, and I and I hope and, that a and lot all of- you needed is time and perspective. And you didn't need that much time, right? me?
1: Mm-hmm. we're talking maybe a half hour to make sure that you have it right. And I hope that a lot of your students kind of gave you like, duh, like like a little bit of, of course, you get this kind of thing right. And accuracy is the most important because it seems like that that, you know, common sense would put that at the top of your priority list. We want, uh, you know, we want the media to be
2: right. Mm-hmm. We we I'm not talking necessarily about the commentary on this and that I'm talking about when there's when there's breaking news. We don't want misinformation, mm-hmm. whether it's a, a helicopter crash in Calabasas or the flu in China, mm-hmm. right? We want get it right
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then tell us. <laughs> and, and that's that's what we talked about.
1: We want to know. Even if it's bad news, tell us, but but don't get it wrong. <laughs> get it right. It's, it's a horrible way to learn a lesson, but, but hopefully the lesson w- was learned by uh, not just those involved, but those observing how it was covered as well, like students in, in your program. Uh, that is our sports media and analytics department update, presented by First in Maine. Now, time for uh, presented by Louise Baker team at Long and Foster, our team of the week.
0: Now it's time for the Louise Baker team of the week.
1: All right, Bill, who are
2: we who are we honoring here today? Now this is this is related, right? So our team of the week is the Orange Coast College Pirates, uh, who they're in the Costa Mesa, outside of LA, and their head coach, of course, was John Altobelli. He was one of the people mm. on the crash. Uh, uh, as you know, he
1: and his wife and his daughter are, and are, one of his daughters. Yep.
2: And well, and, and you know, his brother is the SID of the baseball team, and they had a game yesterday, last night. I can't. Their imagine. season opener, and can you imagine that?
1: Not, and they were losing. No, absolutely not. So,
2: so they had to take the field last night. Their their head coach was lost. Uh, they played last night, and now this. You know, baseball season's underway. College baseball season's underway. And they're they're playing at home yesterday, and they fall behind seven to one. Uh, by the way, the whole stadium was in, in Costa Mesa was tricked out with tributes and flowers mm-hmm. and posters for Coach Altabelli. Uh They're losing seven to one, and they start to rally. Um, coach Johnson, who's who's gonna, he was the associate head coach, and evidently he'll be now the head coach there, took over, and they started a rally. Tim and. This is last night. Mm-hmm. They were down 7 to 1 in the third inning. He called them together, he said, "You guys are trying too hard. Just mm-hmm. relax." So, dusk sets in. They cut it to 7 to 6. But this is this is a uh, they don't have lights on their field. So they had to stop the game. Oh. And they're going to resume it in a couple of weeks trailing 7 to 6. And I oh, he says goodness. the coach. They're going to win, but here's my here's my prediction. ESPN will carry this game. <laughs> Every newspaper man uh-huh. in America will come now to see if the Pirates, the Orange Coast College Pirates, can come back from a 7-1 deficit and win this for Coach Altabelli.
1: And and I don't know if we've had a more des- – actually, I know we have not had a more deserving team of the week. Uh, that's that's an incredible story, and I hadn't heard it yet, so I'm reacting in real time to, to a pretty incredible story there for, for – uh, the, the, the former players of Coach Altobelli who are looking to, to honor him. Yep. Uh, uh, team of the Week by the Luis Baker team at Long and Foster. Uh, check out what, what they have going on as far as listings in the area uh, on nrvhomes.com. And I have
2: our listing of the week, too. Uh, Let's hear it. It's at 2146 Fire Tower Road in Christiansburg. It's a three-bedroom, one-bath, single-family home. You can see more and actually see the pictures of it at nrvhomes.com. It's got a very nice front yard. I'm looking at the picture uh, right now. Uh, beautiful country setting, rolling hills, ready to move in. Great price, by the way, 134 5 asking price, 2146 Fire Tower Road in Christiansburg. Check it out
1: at nrvhomes.com. All right, moving right along here, it's now time for the game of the week presented by NRV Furniture. Uh, what's the game of the week for you, Bill? What do you think? <laughs> I mean, there, there's, there's a game that's kind of a big deal coming up this weekend, but I don't want to assume. Well, obviously the Super Bowl, the uh, <laughs> the
2: the annual chicken wing consumption day of the year and nacho eating day of the year. Uh, I think it's going to be a really great game. Uh, two exciting quarterbacks, two deserving teams. Uh, great, great venue. The weather will be good. Uh, the, the quarterbacks and Mahomes has just, you know, become, uh, you know, the star of tomorrow. Right? I mean, he's the star of today. Star of today and from now teacher, until, <laughs> until of the told league otherwise. And the whole Garoppolo thing is just, I mean, it, it there's just so many great storylines to this game. I, I, I think it's going to be uh, just an amazing uh, Super Bowl. I hope so. It, it has the feelings of a great game.
1: Yeah. A little strength on strength with that, that San Francisco Niners defense against the chiefs offense. I mean, we could, right. we could go on and on about that game. And, uh, and I'm sure everyone will leading up to to Sunday. But our game. What are you el- doing? Do you
2: have a, do you have plans yet?
1: Uh, I'll I'll be hanging out. See the the morning show on Monday means that when, when that clock hits triple zeros, I'm I'm obviously going to stay up to watch the game. But I uh-huh. not much longer after that uh after that clock hits triple zeros. We're gonna have uh, all of us here in Blacksburg. We'll get together
2: and uh, uh, partake in uh, a good e- a
1: good evening. There a you fl- go. <laughs> yeah. There that's. Uh, that's uh, an accurate way to describe it. A good, e- good evening, a lot of food, a lot of drink, a lot of good company, and that's, that's what you're looking for. Um, so that's our game of the week presented by NRV Furniture. Now let's move right along to the top three. Three, two, one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for
0: Bill's Top Three, brought to you by South Main Chiropractic in Blacksburg.
1: And thank you to South Main Chiropractic for bringing you the top three list. What are we counting down today, Bill? Our top three Super Bowls, or at least my top three. All right. And this, this of course, is subjective, right? And, and if you're a fan, you, you can't just say, the one where my team won, right? <laughs> that, so that number three,
2: you know, uh, back in 2015, New England beat Seattle 28-24. to uh, The Hawks, Seahawks were trying to win their back-to-back mm-hmm. Super Bowls, and it went back and forth, and it ended on that goal line stand. Remember when the Seahawks threw the ball instead of giving it to Lynch? It's the reason we all know Malcolm Butler. Right, and Butler made that interception in the end zone, and and the the Patriots won the game. and It was just a great game, went back and forth. That's number three. Uh, Number two, uh, only because of the amazing plays, was 2009. So this is 11 years ago now. Pittsburgh beat Phoenix. The Steelers beat the Cardinals 27-23. Remember James Harrison? He had that length of the field interception Mm -hmm. right before the halftime, and then Roethlisberger's pass to Santonio Holmes in the end zone. Just some of the greatest, most iconic plays in Super Bowl history were in that game.
1: Kurt Warner, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, James Harrison. You mentioned uh, the the Santonio San Holmes catch. I'll give you that one as as just pure entertainment value for someone that didn't have a horse in the race. It was unbelievable. And then number one for me, my
2: number one Super Bowl uh, again was Pittsburgh, way back in Super Bowl thirteen. Uh, the Steelers beat Dallas thirty five thirty one. Uh, Again, so many great moments. There was a strip sack for a touchdown. Uh, Jackie Smith dropped that ball in the end zone. Uh, Vern Lundquist had that amazing call about the most miserable feeling in the world. There was a big (laughs) pass interference call on on Benny Barnes. Uh, It was just an amazing game. And the, the ratings were incredible. And I think until the last... I don't know, fifteen years. That was probably considered the best Super Bowl ever. But now, I mean, it,
1: it's all subjective. There've been so many of them. But those are my top three. Jackie Smith is is somewhere going. When are they going to stop talking about that drop? Um, because I mean, as someone that that was not around for that Super Bowl. I've probably seen that clip uh, a couple hundred times. Uh, pretty good list there. Uh, obviously, everyone's going to have their their you know their subjective picks. But but for you, Bill, uh, I think it's a pretty good one. Uh, let's go ahead and, uh, and round up our, today's, uh, Roth report, uh, went a little bit long, but it was a meaningful conversation and, and I really enjoyed it. So Bill, thank you for joining us. We'll, we'll check back in next week. All right. I guess, <laughs> I guess Bill, uh, maybe lost his connection there at the end. We'll be back right after this with more of the Roth report, or excuse me, more of the Tim Donnelly show following the Roth Roth report on WRAD.
3: We're here with Randy Kinder from NRV Furniture. Hey Randy, I'm looking for a new mattress. Can you help me out? Timeless bedding out of North Carolina. This company has been in business since 1925. So how do I know if the mattress is right for me? Come in, lay on them, test them, nobody's on commission, nobody's gonna force you to do anything. Yeah and as you pointed out to me many times Randy, a great night's sleep makes your day so much more productive. Yes Bill and plus we've got the best warranty in the business. I've got a 25-year, 100% non prorated warranty what is it you always say about NRV furniture Randy Bill nobody beats an NRV furniture deal I guarantee nobody it's all at first in Maine Eat, drink, shop, play at First in Main
1: in Blacksburg. Give your closet a fresh look by shopping at Talbots, Loft, or Joseph A. Bank. And while you're at it, why not try a new haircut at Sport Clips? First in Main also has anytime fitness to keep up with your active lifestyle. Don't forget to check out Blacksburg Eye for a new pair of glasses. See the latest movies at the only IMAX
3: in the region at Frank Theater Cine Bowl and Grill. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to hear the latest. First in Main, eat, drink, shop, play. Nice meadow. Oh, use your imagination! <laughs> this is gonna be our house. Okay. Okay. Here, here's the porch, right. and here's the living room, mm-hmm. and over there is the kids' room. Ah. And over here is our room, Ooh. and the master bath, and mm-hmm. here's the kitchen. Watch out! Uh, what? What? Well, you were about to fall down the basement stairs. Oh,
0: <laughs> you! <laughs> <laughs> Every home is built from the ground up. Find your ground with Luis Baker Team of Long & Foster. They can help you locate the place you'll call home. For more information, go to nrvhomes.com.
3: We're back with Randy Kinder from NRV Furniture. Today we're talking about Ultimate Power Recliners. These are fascinating and remarkably comfortable. So many different adjustments. They have heat, massage. They help you stand up. This is the perfect place to watch a game. Plus, it'll help me get up. If you've got that father, mother-in-law, if you've got knee surgery, back surgery these chairs will help you stand you guys have the largest selection in the region oh yeah we do we got 25 to 27 on the floor 60 in stock ready for delivery ultimate power recliners exclusively at nrv furniture hey randy what is it you always say bill nobody beats an nrv furniture deal i guarantee nobody
1: welcome back into the tim donnelly show talk of the new river valley wrad 101.7, 103.5, 101.7 103.5 1460 AM uh, I just I keep hearing Taco the New River Valley and it makes me hungry. I, I, we've made that joke I too many times. I know we have and it's already past Taco Tuesday, but I just I'm getting hungry and I got food on the mind now whenever I hear that I think about tacos and I really want tacos. All right, you go you go get them. And if you're on the way Ready for this uh, segue, everybody? If you're on the way to tacos and you're driving a little recklessly because you got tacos on the mind and you're not thinking about being uh, a safe driver, um, and you bump into something, you, you ding up your car. Collision Plus should be the next call that you make for any taco driving related uh, injuries to your vehicle. Or maybe someone cuts you off right as you're trying to get into the drive-through, and they ding you on the way into the drive-through, and like they try to like pull in. No disrespect quicker. to drive-through restaurants. If, you, if you're looking for tacos, go somewhere <laughs> where, where you have to sit down or at least a taco truck of some kind. Make yourself get out of the car. Uh, The phone number for Collision Plus is 540-953-3910. Collision Plus has been providing quality auto body repair to the greater New River Valley since 1991 with superior work, premium product use, and customer service that is unmatched in the collision service industry. Collision Plus has established itself as an elite vehicle repair facility not only in southwest Virginia, but also also nationally. Once again, that phone number, 540-953-3910. If it's not 2 a.m., no drive-through tacos. <laughs> if, if you are sober, no drive-through tacos. Go somewhere where they can serve you a margarita with the tacos. Hmm. Right, get the salt on the rim, make it a whole fiesta. Oh, look at you. Um, uh, let's have a conversation. And it's interesting that that Bill brought it up during the Roth report about his students thinking of, of ways to honor. Uh, Kobe and and that changing of the logo came up because I saw a a petition online that's probably up near three fourths of a million signatures now. Um, it, it is definitely over half a million signatures. Um, changing the logo to Kobe Bryant, of which first I was opposed to because I felt that a lot of these these honorings that they're doing are are relatively um, kind of surface level. They're relatively surface level, right? Um, Honoring Kobe by changing your uniform for one day to 24. Honoring Kobe by taking a – while they're all awesome and they feel good in the moment and I'm not knocking you for doing them, I always felt the best way to honor him would be to go achieve some lofty goal, right? Like he would have done. Do Like, uh, you know, wake up every day with a purpose and pursue that purpose 100%. Um, and, And then this logo thing came around. And it got me thinking, sometimes you know, those people out there that don't have Kobe Bryant's drive and determination, they weren't born with that maniacal gene that says, go do this 100%. Sometimes they need a reminder. So I thought maybe the logo could be that, right? When you see that logo, it could spark something in you to go to the gym an extra hour. It could spark something in you to go work on that book that you were writing that has been sitting on the the uh, sitting in your your files on Word for the last three months, right? It could give you that gusto to go do something extra. Um, and then it it was taken another step further for me. It was actually brought up in a tweet by Kenny Brooks, uh, the 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 women's basketball coach of Virginia Tech, where he said, "I'm sure Jerry West, and I'm paraphrasing here, I'm sure Jerry West will be okay with it because he's the guy that drafted Kobe and and." Uh, in the tweet by Kenny Brooks called him a, a surrogate, in quotations, father to Kobe. And it, and it struck me that it's actually kind of appropriate, right? Because it's on, it would be honoring both Jerry West, right? You wouldn't be taking away from him and taking away what has been an honor that he has um, had bestowed upon him for the last 50 years as being the logo. He was the silhouette and the logo, but it's kind of honoring him as an executive where he's had almost as much influence on the league as he did as a player. He dra or excuse me, he traded for Kobe prior to his rookie year. He recognized the skill and mindset that Kobe had and brought him to LA and aided in Kobe becoming what we know now. So, so, you know, you always have to make sure you're not dishonoring whoever you take away that honor from. Uh, So I think that's taken care of. I think it honors Kobe and I think it could give us all a reminder to, to drive. To use perseverance, to to uh, you know the way I say it, speak the language that Kobe spoke. He was famous for saying, "I don't understand lazy people. I don't speak their language." Um, sometimes we need a reminder to to speak his language, um, and 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 changing the logo I think could do it. So, uh, you know I'm in favor. Uh, after after saying that, you know I, I'm not I wasn't all in on all of these these honoring techniques. I'm all in on the logo change. I've been convinced. Way to go, everybody. And way to go to Kenny Brooks, bringing up some some solid points on Twitter. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we have picks to round out the show. Uh, Tim Donnelly Show will be back after this. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley. WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM. This weekend, it's Wednesday, downhill to the weekend. You know how it goes. Um, when you're with your friends, family, hopefully everyone, uh, and and you know it's always a, a strange small silver lining of events like like the Kobe Bryant and and uh, crash and and the other families involved. You know, hopefully you, you spend some time with some family this weekend, some friends, maybe you catch up with them, and if you do, you know, stretch the truth a little, make the stories more fun. And and uh, you know, I, I don't want to make light of any situation involving that, but um, but it does, you know. Some of the best memories are, are are just getting together and 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 telling stories and uh, laughing and 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 having a good time. So stretch the truth a little this weekend. Uh, grab yourself a doseki's Keep it interesante um, as always. Please, 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 and even more so, uh, <laughs> please drink responsibly. Uh, don't need any more um, uh, tragedies happening this this upcoming weekend. Um, let's go ahead and, and and look at some picks for the weekend. Uh, Wake Forest at Notre Dame, college basketball. Uh, this is real simple. I think Notre Dame is the better team. They're at home. Uh, Wake Forest has, has put together a few solid outings, but, but I don't expect them to be able to, to take down Notre Dame. Actually, both of these teams are struggling, You know, in, in just a couple of wins apiece in, in the ACC. Um, but, but Notre Dame, uh, you know, being at home, I think they get a little bit of a boost um, and, and go ahead and give credit to the, the Fighting Irish. Louisville taking on Boston College. Uh, number six in the country, Louisville, taking on Boston College. I think Louisville is going to have a little extra jump in their step here, um, because uh, with the Florida State loss, Louisville has an opportunity to jump not only to to the you know a couple of spots in the in the rankings, but also to the top and kind of the alpha position of the Atlantic Coast Conference. Um, Louisville, number six in the country, at Boston College. We've seen that Boston College can can pull off an upset here and there. I don't think they do that tonight. Give me Louisville. Um, that's it for the ACC today, so we're going to move on to the NBA. Bulls at Pacers. Uh, this one's simple. they the, the better team, and they're at home. Go ahead and go with the Pacers. Pistons at Nets. Uh, Pistons struggling. Nets, Spencer Dinwiddie um, has, has been a, a solid player for them. He, he's also been tremendously moved by the, uh, the Kobe Bryant I- I- information. Uh, I think the Nets are going to play inspired. Go ahead and g- give me the Nets. Grizzlies at Knicks. Uh, Grizzlies are, are simply the better team. Give me the Grizz. Jazz at Spurs. In a similar fashion, the Jazz are, are just better. Give me the Jazz. Thunder at Kings. Uh, the Kings, uh, I mean, Buddy Heald put on uh, one of the best performances of the season, um, but but I'm not sure he can pull that rabbit out of his hat twice. Give me the Thunder. Rockets at Blazers. The Rockets are, are simply more talented. Give me the Rockets. So once again, those are our picks. Um, as, as we round out this Wednesday's show, uh... You know the conversation with with Bill, I, I think, was a, an excellent way to continue to address the the Kobe Bryant situation, and and it's it's tough, right? Because now we're getting to the point where um, most of the things that could be said and should be said have been said, right? Uh, we're getting to the point where Shaq has spoken, Rick Fox has spoken, um, and and you don't want to continue to just say the same things over and over and over again but you want to make sure that you are honoring not just Kobe but the eight under eight other individuals uh that, that were on that that aircraft and and um you know the the, the John Altabelli story and, and and his baseball team uh being the team of the week this week with, with Bill was, was I think a nice you know new piece of information that we can bring to the table Um, but just, you know, continue to do with it, do with it, what you will in your own way. Um, you know, how everyone reacts is, is individual to them and and you can't tell anyone else how to react or how long they want to keep, uh, watching Kobe highlights on YouTube or how long they want to keep talking about stories or, uh, you know, reading about the relationship he had with his daughter, Gianna or, or his other three daughters, um, or, or learning more about the other people on that aircraft or, or advocating for helicopter safety. You know, there there's, there's. There's several uh, ways to be moved. By exactly, us. and they don't stop. So, uh, you know, we're we're probably going to continue. You know, we're weaving him into the show at least, you know, for, for the next couple of days and weeks. Um, and and you know, I think that's appropriate. So, that's what's going on uh, as far as as, as how we're going to continue to tackle this this Kobe conversation. Um, but, but at the same time, sports do go on. Kobe knew that. And, and we're going to continue to have fun and, and talk about sports. I think he'd like that too. So with that being said, we're going to advance to, to Thursday show tomorrow morning at six. Uh, until then, have a great day. Have a great, uh, great night, everybody.